WNRI Woonsocket. The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready now, go don't you? Okay, well, welcome again to Dunn's Deal, where you'll be done for, done with, and I do all the dealing, and I'll deal them fair. So, welcome again, and let me state it as I've stated before, Joe Biden is not the president. He's the thief-in-chief. He's the pretender. Donald J. Trump is the real president. And boy, am I loaded for bear today. But before we get into all the heavy stuff, you know, there's, there, there was some levity in the news. You know, the Texas Democrats, they uh, flew up to Washington to escape their duties. And they went up there with, uh, with a case of Miller Lite. They went back with six cases of Corona. Bada boom. And, hey, you know that, um, you know, baseball teams are good with uh, the giveaway days or giveaway nights. You know, like uh, bat day, glove night. Well, the Washington Nationals, they had a giveaway night. It was Kevlar Vest night. Bada boom. So, anyhow, I know I'm not paid for my... My jokes. Oh, oh, hat tip to Howie Carr, anyhow. So, I want to talk about a bunch of stuff tonight. A lot of Rand Paul and uh, and Dr. Fauci stuff. And, oh boy, were, <laughs> did they have some heated exchanges during the week. And I want to talk about... The criminal, um, not the investigation, it's not being investigated yet, but the criminal activity of Dr. Fauci and his whole gang. But before we do, let's, let's have Rand Paul set the stage. So you shall listen to what Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci had to say. These experiments combine genetic information from different coronaviruses that infect animals but not humans to create novel artificial viruses able to infect human cells. Viruses that in nature only infect animals were manipulated in the Wuhan lab to gain the function of infecting humans. This research fits the definition of the research that the NIH said was subject to the pause in 2014 to 2017, a pause in funding on gain of function. Dr. Fauci, as you are aware, it is a crime to lie to Congress. Section 1001 of the U.S. Criminal Code creates a felony and a five-year penalty for lying to Congress. On your last trip to our committee on May 11th, you stated that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And yet, 
gain-of-function research was done entirely in the Wuhan Institute by Dr. Xi and was funded by the NIH. Okay, well, you have Rand Paul there calling out Dr. Fauci for his lies to Congress. But the, uh, the criminal acts go way beyond Fauci lying to uh, Congress. And I want to I lay out the, the case through here. So um, it'll take a little bit. I'll probably go to the bottom of the hour. So if you can let me lay out the, the case and then call in and you can you can be the jury and tell me if I made the case or not or if you've got more to add to it. Oh, what's that friend of the court uh, thing? Um, uh, I forget what the Latin term is for it. But let me find the final cut here with um, main event. There it is, yes. So let's hear the main event from Rand Paul versus Dr. Fauci. And by the way, they're, they're about the same size, so it's, it's a good, and they're both intellectual, so it's a, it's a good, fair fight. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. So what was, let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Let's okay, you get NIH. one person. Let's read from the NIH definition of gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increased their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function? It is not. It's a dance and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. And, and let's let send Dr. Fauci. I have to, well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. If it didn't I come can, from the lab, but all you, the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab. You, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including yourself. I totally this committee resent, will allow the witness to. Respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator. Well, as far as I'm concerned, it is Fauci who is lying. And I like the, the line that he throws out there, that uh, Rand Paul doesn't know what he is talking about. You know, Rand Paul does happen to be a doctor who uh, still practices every once in a while, which is more than you can say for, for Fauci. But a lesser man, someone that wasn't a doctor, might get intimidated by... Uh, Dr. Fauci saying, you don't know what you were talking about. I am the expert. I am the, the one in charge here. I will tell you how things go. Well, 
just because you've got 40 years of practice of uh, this is what you practice at being a bureaucrat and getting in front of Congress and uh, stating what it is that you need or what you want from the American taxpayer uh, doesn't mean you know anything about ethics or what's right and wrong. And I want to get into COVID is a bioweapon. You see, in 2015 at Fort Detrick in Maryland and at the University of Carolina, they were conducting biological weapons testing into infectious diseases like SARS-CoV-2. In fact, that was one of the things they were looking into in order to have the transmission to be able to kill people. Some scientists there complained about the danger of these bioweapons, and the study was ended at the fort. Um, it was then sent on to Wuhan, China, where safety and precautions and environmental concerns were much laxer. Wuhan is also closely associated with the Chinese military as any important scientific or technological advancement done in China would be. Any work done in China would immediately become the property of and known to the communist Chinese army. So Fauci directed the study of SARS-CoV plus millions of dollars for its development to potential enemies for it to be conducted there. Now you might ask, why would an American scientist send a potential weapon to a potential enemy? No, maybe he doesn't see China as a potential enemy. After all, Bill Clinton sold them missile technology systems for campaign money during the 1990s. Um, our political leaders have had a very sleazy, and it's Democrat and Republican, very sleazy connection with China for a long time. Oh, and by the way, Bill Gates has also sent uh, millions of dollars to Wuhan to develop uh, SARS-CoV. There's a connection with um, with with Bill Gates and uh, other billionaires uh, to this SARS-CoV thing. But the stated reason behind the United States doing this kind of development um, was so that we can develop the antidote, the vaccine, to stop its spread. That's in case an enemy was to develop it first, or it maybe it became unleashed naturally. Um, but it would be developed by the U.S. in concert with the Chinese communists. Uh, I can't get over that one. Um, you know, so... What's to stop the Chinese communists from unleashing it on the United States once it's been developed, co-developed by us and uh, our scientists over there? Or have they done so already? Was this an accidental leak from a wet market in, in there in Wuhan? If you believe that, I've got some oceanfront property in Arizona that I want to sell you. 
It's only $500 million. I know that's a pretty steep price, but there's not a whole lot of oceanfront property in uh, Arizona. And I've got the corner on the market. So cash, cash only, you know. Okay, so anyhow, the argument that this was a natural leak from a wet market is ridiculous child's play. You know, uh, I don't know. Well, I do know why I've got an article here that explicitly shows why this idea was propounded. I don't know why it was believed, but it's easy to see why it was propounded. Fauci had the had the antidote, had the vaccine to um, to covid way back in December of 2019. It's because they were working on they were working on this thing and of course they had the vaccine ready because it, it, it's a dull thing you come up with the virus so you can develop the vaccine they go hand in hand and um, in 2019 they had the vaccine out even though we had to wait a year for it to be released to the American public. Uh, I've got that article here somewhere. But there's another point I want to make about this. This COVID uh, virus was developed. It was spliced together, gene editing, gain of function. And I've got a great definition of it. But that's when you're increasing the uh, viability. You're increasing the potentiality, the danger of the virus. You're putting other things into it to make it more easily um, to be contracted. But there have been cures the whole time, besides for the fact that, that Moderna had the, the, va- the, the vaccine ready to go in 2019, and Fauci was uh, sending uh, the different the different um, candidates. There we go. Smoking gun. One month before COVID outbreak, Fauci and Moderna sent mRNA coronavirus vaccine candidates to Wuhan lab-linked doctor. But before we even heard about a vaccine, there were people putting forth a possible cure, and not possible, but actual cures to it. Donald Trump, president of the United States, was called a quack, a drug pusher, an imbecile, for saying that hydroxychloroquine was effective against it, which it was. SARS is a COVID uh, virus, and hydroxychloroquine works great against COVID viruses. It's also great against malaria. But that wasn't the only one. There's um, uh, dichlorinoxide. And when, when Trump talked about that, he was ridiculed. And you had people on uh, TV saying that he wanted to pour Clorox down someone's throat to clean them out. Dr. Simone Gold and Dr. Emmanuel, uh, both acting physicians, were excoriated for speaking out in Washington, D.C., claiming that there were cures for COVID, that they were inexpensive, readily available, and had decades-long track records. 
Hydroxychloroquine has been around for about 70 years and has been effective against malaria. It has been used by males, female, pregnant and not old, young. It's been sold over the counter in most countries for years. There is another thing called Invictamin. And it's effective against COVID and it's commonly used in veterinary practices and sold on shelves in many rural supply stores. There's a guy I told you about before, Mike Adams. He's on the Health Ranger and he went out and bought some Invectamin, you know, to use as a prophylactic. You know, in case he got to feeling bad, he'd pop a pill and uh, it would knock out anything that was coming along which is a way to use Invectamin or hydroxychloroquine. When you feel a little bit of a cold coming on, you use them right away, and beats off COVID. Beats it down. Anyhow, this guy, Mike Adams, he went out and bought some Invectamin. Cost him like $400 at a local pharmacy. And like I said, it's also used in veterinary practices. So he got this horse paste invectamin and uh he, he went you know to like a tractor uh a tractor supply store and he bought the stuff it would cost him like twelve dollars you know and he gave it a try he tasted it, it tasted terrible but does the same thing twelve bucks compared to four hundred dollars um Who's making all that extra dough? Could it be the um, pharmaceutical companies or maybe even the, the pharmacy itself? But that's a huge markup when you can use the same thing that's given to animals and is in basically the same thing given to humans. But the thing made for humans is 400 bucks and... You know, what's given to horses was 12 bucks. Did you know that there have been nine new billionaires created off of, um, off of the, the, the COVID vaccines? Nice club to be in, isn't it? The billionaire club. Zellman's making a lot of dough off this thing. Oh, it'd be funny if... If the, it wasn't uh, for real, um, according to FDA rules, an experimental drug can only be given if there is no other drug available that could be effective for it. Hydroxychloroquine, dichlorine oxide, and I don't know if I'm saying that one right, and Invectamin are all effective, are all available and they're all relatively cheap. But Donald Trump was excoriated. He was killed by the press. He was killed by ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, uh, you know, all the alphabet soup news programs just railed against him. How dare he be pushing these things? And you have to look at the bottom line of all those news programs. The big advertiser, the big payer is Moderna, Pfizer, um, you know, other uh, Glaxone, Smith. The pharmaceutical giants fund the news programs. You know, so 
It's uh, pretty crazy, and <laughs> I'm coming down to the bottom of the hour already, and I've barely got into um, into my case here. Okay, fact check. Did Anthony Fauci fund bat research at the Wuhan um, lab by bypassing the rules? This is by the International Business Times. Let's see what they have here. Fact check. 2014, even a year before what I had thought. The U.S. Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, NIAD, headed by Fauci, awarded a $3.4 million grant to Echo Health Alliance. The Echo Health Group hired the virology lab in Wuhan to conduct analysis of bat coronavirus. They started studying the coronavirus collected from bats in Wuhan province in Wuhan, China. That's maybe Yunnan province in Wuhan, China. Y-U-N-N-A-N province in Wuhan, W-U-H-A-N. The statesman claimed that Echo Health paid this lab $598,000 over five years. It is to be noted that this lab had had got approval for the research from both the U.S. State Department and the National Institutes of Health. So the claim that the fund was allocated without approval is not true. That's one of the things that Fauci brings up once in a while. You know, the, 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 money, the, the money was allocated but was not approved. No, it was approved. And... There's research here that I've got that Fauci signed off on each and every step along the way here. And his name is all over the development of the coronavirus and the unleashing of it. Okay, I can't prove the unleashing of it. But what do you develop? It's a biological weapon. They were developed in biological weapons labs. That's what Fort Detrick was in Maryland. And, and they farmed out some of their work to the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. They were biological safety lab places. BSLs. And BSL-3. That's a level for biological safety. BSL-4 is where they should be uh, produced at, which is one of the reasons why it was driven out of the United States, because of the danger that it, uh, that it pr- provides. Not provides, but the danger that it is. Just having, because it might get released from the lab you're working at, duh. Hmm. Accidentally. But I don't think it was an accident this got released. Uh, before we go into commercial break, let us look into another claim in the fund being used for gain-of-function research. Uh, here's the very specific ex- definition of gain-of-function. Gain-of-function research means enhancing or boosting the infectivity and the lethality of a pathogen. In other words, it makes the virus more dangerous, more susceptible to humans catching it. 
Let me go on here. It is true that Fauci advocated for gain-of-function research in the past because the study helps researchers uh, to find the potential threats to human health, thus helping uh, researchers find a solution to tackle the problem. That's one of the things that I've got here in my stack of stuff, as Rush used to call it. Fauci in 2012 said that gain-of-function research into bad viruses is, the, is worth the risk of a pandemic. This was at another Senate uh, meeting that Fauci was speaking at, at, and I don't know who the senator was, but he asked the question, in an unlikely but conceivable turn of events, what if that scientist becomes infected with the virus, which leads to an outbreak and ultimately triggers a pandemic? Fauci wrote in a paper reported to by the Australian, Scientists working in this field might say, as indeed I have said, that the benefits of such experiments and the resulting knowledge outweigh the risks. You got that? The benefits of these experiments, of experimenting with dangerous new viruses, outweigh the risk of a pandemic. So... Whether or not this was accidentally released, and I don't believe it was accidentally re- released, I, um, I do think it was released by the Chinese on purpose. Fauci is responsible. <laughs> And now, a word from our favorite group, The Who. Well, at least the World Health Organization. Take it away, Jimmy. James Dunn of Dunn's Deal is producing his first video documentary. Here he is to tell you about the documentary that he has written. The Battle of Jutland is a sea battle in World War I that has long been forgotten, but it was instrumental in the start of that conflict. Most historians are familiar with the killing of Archduke Ferdinand in Serbia, claiming that that was the reason for the war. That was only a flashpoint. The naval buildup by Germany at the turn of the 20th century was the real reason for it. Germany dared to challenge Britain on the high seas. There was only one major naval battle in the war, the Battle of Jutland. Germany bested Britain, but still lost. Then they decided to re-engage in submarine warfare, something that was sure to bring the United States into the war. Watch for the documentary of a shrouded piece of history that shaped the 20th century. The United States of Empire by James Dunn shows 
how the U.S. became a worldwide empire. It looks at the entry of the U.S. into both world wars. George Washington had warned us about entangling ourselves in European wars. Before World War I, the United States was not concerned with foreign conflicts. In World War I, we changed the balance of power in Europe. We went in to save the world for democracy. We expelled the German Kaiser and imposed our own idea of what Germany should look like. Propaganda painted the Kaiser as the evil Hun that was destroying civilization. So when the true barbarian rose to power, Hitler, how could we avoid being drawn in again? We saved Great Britain. Britain needed us again in World War II to save their bacon. We bought the hog. Now we are the empire. The book, The United States of Empire, in paperback, is available at Amazon.com. Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. The Mickey and the Brain. Yes, Mickey and the Brain. One is a genius, the other's insane. In laboratory mice, the team has the mice. The Mickey, the Mickey and the Brain. Brain, 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 brain. Okay, well, it's time to take over the world now. And it looks like I've got a caller, so let's see what's on their mind. Go ahead, caller. What's on your mind? What's up, James? Huh? Hey, man. Hitler was taken out, but then two bigger beasts took his place with Mao and Stalin, and global communism went on a march. That's yeah, undeniable. so who's in charge now? Uh, this, this global system. Maybe it's global Freemasonry, Bilderbergs, world what, Zionism, a bunch what, of insane. What, 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 really what, what about China? The what's their role? In, uh, what's their role in this right now? To set an example for this new world to be just basically a willing partner in World War Three. Because you got to remember, China is very useful in World War Three because they can seriously lose. Half their population can be sacrificed, and they will not care. Yeah. That's a great tool to have in war, man. Do, do you know that uh, Mao told um, Khrushchev during the, the, um, the Cuban crisis, the Cuban Missile Crisis, he said, go ahead and start a World War III. Who, who cares? You know, yeah, yeah. Mao could, could stand to lose half, half a billion people, you know? Less people, people have to feed. Yeah, how many people did he take down during his reign? Like fifty some, million. Um, yeah, yeah, sixty million people. And some people say that's that's really a low estimate, but right. there's been times. There was King Leopold of Belgium. Remember what he did in the Congo? Yes, I do. Yeah, he hey, did, he was a nasty guy, chopping hands off yeah, of, yeah. of uh, little kids there to make their fathers work harder in the um, in the uh, rubber plantation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say rubber. I was never rubber. taught about that genocide of history. Only certain genocides get uh, pushed, so you can think certain people's suffering is 
worth more. But yeah, did you hear the NFL? Rick Dennison didn't want to take. He he, he was an uh, an assistant coach for the Minnesota Vikings. Did not want to take the COVID vaccine. Fired. It was he? Unbelievable, huh? Yeah. I, 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 hate, I hate to say this, but he must have been a white guy because there's a yeah. there's a wide receiver. I, I didn't read much of the article because I was prepping. Um, uh, Bills? Uh, uh, I forget. What, I think he's on the Dallas one of the Dal- uh, one of the Texas teams, but uh, or maybe Arizona. Uh, anyhow, he doesn't want to take it because uh, a friend of of his um, got um, uh, heart problems after taking the. Um, ta- taking the vaccine, so he doesn't want to take the chance. You know, he, he, he figures you might get it if you don't take the vaccine, and you might get it if you do take the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a play from the Buffalo Bills too, Cole Beasley. Yeah, I'm gaining a lot, a lot of respect for because he's saying, "No, man, I'll leave the NFL. You can take your garbage league and go um, kick rocks." Yeah. Um, tar, well, think in, think about it. If, if you've already played a couple of years, you've got a couple million in the bank, and it's like, do I need to threaten my health? You know, yeah. bec- because you're telling me to. Um, no thanks. <laughs> you know, I've I've made my money. <laughs> yeah, you people are not my god. Yeah, and and that's kind of what they want to make the government into is your new god. Yes. Now the FDA, right? The FDA. This is who's going to make the decision about how safe the vaccine. Everyone's saying, oh, when the FDA approves it. Okay, this is what the FDA recently approved. That um, clones, yep. pigs, goats, cows are all safe for human consumption. There's yep. no difference between them and previously animals that have been bred. And their milk, too, is perfectly safe. And they don't have to label the meat. Yeah, and the th- that organization is going to decide if this vaccine is safe. Think about that for a minute. And, and the the other thing to think about too is the the government can't say this is you can't mandate, can't force us to take the vaccine. They can't force the army to take the vaccine because it's not approved by the FDA. What happens if the FDA makes a political decision? Oh, and because. <laughs> I was about to say, they would never make decisions no, based on yeah, politics. They will. And then all these sheep will say, well, if you don't want to work here, we live in a free country. If you don't want to work for them, or if you don't want to go see the Boston Red Sox, or if you don't want to do this, they don't go. And then they're basically telling you that corporate rights supersede yeah. individual rights and states' rights. And you try to explain this to these numbskulls, and they, they, you're the bad guy. Well, maybe they don't want to hear it because this this is how the left is is forcing compliance is through corporatism, which is fascism. That's what Italian fascism under Mussolini was all about, and that's what German fascism was all about. Now, most people don't know the difference between fascism and communism. Communism, they take over the factory, and fascism... You allow the, um, you know, the you manager to it, stay. But you control it. Yeah, yeah. Just like Schindler's List. At the very beginning of it, he was working with the Nazis. You know, he had a turn of heart, but what would have happened if the Nazis were winning? Would he have had a turn of heart? Well, I believe a lot of propaganda is told to us about World War II. When it, oh, well, yeah, a ton of propaganda. And then Israel, too. The creation of Israel. They wanted to create an Israel. 
and they needed a um, a big reason to create that Israel, a yeah, new fake Israel there in the Middle East, yeah, not biblical I, Israel. I'm, that's got a lot to do I, with it. I, I'm, not, I'm, not will, with I'm not willing to go there. I, I'll say that that's that was a benefit, a a result of World War II. I, I don't know if that was. Well, I want the, the Balfour Declaration. I want the Balfour Declaration. Yeah, that was that was in place <laughs> after World War One. The world is, is, is a very, we've been fed so many lies. And, yes. and the FDA is ruling, right? That's like a dating site telling you that, um, oh, you see this girl over here, all the cold sores around her lips? She's just as healthy as this 23-year-old virgin. That's kind of what they're doing with this um, ruling on this <laughs> vaccine and the uh, cloned meat. Seriously, man, do you want to eat meat from cloned animals and no. the milk? I don't want to. No. Nope. And, and I really appreciate being told that the meat is cloned. But no, we supposedly live in a free country where these corporations are bigger than us. And that's where yeah. we're going. Yeah. Anyhow, th no? <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> Something yeah. to think stay about. Away, right. Stay away All from right, that James, phone thanks, meat. Man. Okay, right. yep, yep. Organic. Eat organic. <laughs> God bless, man. Talk to you later. So, anyhow, um, I want to get back to the natural origin theory. You see, Fauci had to work overtime. There, there were two scientific publications that, that came out early last year. Yeah, and uh, they came out in 2020, uh, like January, February of 2020. And... Um, they were talking about how the virus came from the lab. And so Fauci, <laughs> he, he had a Zoom conference. He, had, he got everyone together because they had to get on the right story. So listen here. The dominance of the natural origin theory can be traced back to an important teleconference that was organized by the director of the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Disease. Who could that be? Dr. Anthony Fauci. And the director of the British Welcome Trust, Dr. Jeremy Farrar. The meeting was held on February 1st, 2020. Based on Fauci's private emails, we know why the meeting was called to action. Two days prior, Fauci was privately concerned about an article in Science, the Science magazine, that, refer, that referenced an article that was in Nature about gain-of-function coronavirus experiments. The article pointed out that Fauci's organization had funded experiments on chimeric viruses that begin a function where you make a virus more potent. Two days after the Fauci Far um, emergency teleconference, the director of the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy, Kelvin uh, Drogemeyer, Asked the National Academy of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine, NASM, to help determine the origins of the 2019 COVID uh, virus. Yeah. I know I'm going to be throwing a lot of uh, alphabet soup agencies at you, but what you have to notice here is how many government agencies came into play here 
to hide the fact of where it came from. If they wanted to know where it came from, they could have just asked Fauci. Hey, you working on, on this coronavirus thing? Are you doing gain of function? Are you making bio, biological weapons there in Wuhan? <laughs> but no, they don't do that. <laughs> Let me read on. <clears throat> Nasum immediately brought in a group of hand-picked virology experts to quell any conspiracy theories on the origin of the pandemic. God forbid people don't (laughs) think the way the government tells you to think. The article goes on. The meeting included officials from the FBI, Office of the Director of National Intelligence, along with the NIH, the Department of Health and Human Services. Okay, the, the group stopped there. The meeting was used to affirm the natural origin theory and suppress public inquiry into different possibilities behind the origin of the SARS COVID-2. The truth was and is that it was a biological weapon developed in a biological weapons laboratory. And already read to you that Fauci had said in 2012 that the experimentation is more important than the fact that it might get out and cause a pandemic. Fauci wanted to work on this, and he didn't give a damn who might get harmed. So when you hear him calling uh, Rand Paul a liar, that he had nothing to do with gain-of-function research in uh, Wuhan or in the States. He's lying. And there's a very good reason why he's lying. Number one, the FDA cannot give its approval to um, to an emergency approval. You know, they can't okay emergency approval of a new drug unless there's nothing else that can be used for it. Well, we've already talked about hydroxychloroquine, invectamin, uh, dichlorine oxide. Not just three. There's probably a couple more that I can't remember the name of. I don't have them written down here in front of me. There is no need for an experimental drug. And this vaccine is an experimental drug that opens your your body up to spike proteins that will attack your heart, your lungs, your liver, your spleen, your uterus, your testicles, your brain. Besides for that, it's, it's a safe thing. But you could have, you know, for 80 bucks, you could have gotten um, uh, hydroxychloroquine from uh, frontline doctors, of which uh, Dr. Simone Gold and Dr. Emmanuel are members of. They, they would have mailed it out to you. Not every state in the union uh, forbids the sale of them. Anyhow, I'm losing my spot here. So we've got all of these alphabet soup, uh, you know, agencies from the FBI to the <laughs> to NIA Department of Health and Human Services. 
I mean, everybody's in on on the lie. They are in on the cover-up. And you've really got to ask why are all these people willing to lie? But then again, take a look at how Donald Trump was treated. I, I know some of you out there hate Donald Trump. But when he was making foreign policy and he got attacked by by Colonel Vinman, who the hell is Colonel Vinman? <laughs> Should play that who song again. He's just a bureaucrat. He's not the president of the United States. A bureaucrat doesn't set the uh, tone for for foreign policy. The president does. But oh, they 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 drug Vinman up there, and <laughs> they they. I think Vinman's testimony was part of the second um, uh, impeachment. You know, it's insane. A bureaucrat, a lowly bureaucrat, has more power than the president of the United States. And he just wanted to find out what Hunter Biden's connections were to um, to the Ukraine, which had paid him millions of dollars, <laughs> which the the big guy, his father, got a cut of. Family business, just family business. <laughs> Anyhow, bureaucrats run this country. It's incredible. Let me go on here. These experts, these bureaucrats in virology crafted two articles that form the basis for all future assumptions and propaganda on the matter. After the meeting, public health officials across Europe, the U.S., and the World Health Organization stopped discussing the lab leak theory. Why did they stop discussing it? Was it disproved? No. There was just a ton of, of propaganda that, that overwhelmed it. Oh, <laughs> Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg got in on it. He even offered... Dr. Fauci, an exclusive platform to provide authoritative information on the origin of COVID-19. This propaganda campaign permitted widespread censorship across Facebook's COVID origins and on other matters of health, liberty, and human rights. The steal was also disclosed in Fauci's email release from March and early April of 2020. But looks like we've got another person on the line here, so let's see what's on their mind. Go ahead, caller. What's on your mind? Hi. No, we really hate to interrupt you. Go right ahead. That's um, what yes, I'm here for. Do so much research. Thank you for all of that. But um, I I'm a piker compared to others. <laughs> Well, you better take care. Be careful when you cross the street. <laughs> Look both ways and and up above too. <laughs> I'm not. Um, I, I'm not worried. I'm, I haven't made a big splash yet. Well, you never know when you hit the wrong button. You don't know. But um, thank you. <laughs> what What do you think of that new um, 
the Delta um, variant. virus. Uh, yeah, the variant. Oh, oh thank you for th- thank you for bringing that up. Um, COVID is a cold virus. Is I mean, or a flu virus. Uh, there's, there's always going to be different variants. That's why they were never able to come up with a shot for the cold. Because there are thousands, if not millions, of variants that just naturally occur. So you, you're left up to your, your human immune system, which God gave us, to, um, to defeat that. Um, there, there will always be another variant, and it will be blamed on anti-vaxxers. It's because the anti-vaxxers didn't get the vaccine, so the, the vaccine must be mandated. Um, there'll be the Lambda variant, there'll be the Tapakega Brood variant, there'll be the, you know, the, uh, the Epsilon variant, you know, that's just the way it's going to go. But don't you think, I mean, they're covering up the fact that people who got the vaccination have gotten that Delta virus. Yes, and uh, they died from it. But you don't hear much about that. You only hear, oh, it's only the unvaccinated people um, that have died from it. I mean, 99 and 99% is, they're all unvaccinated. Yeah, 99%, well, right. And in, think- in, in Israel, more than 50% of the people that, that had the vaccine came down with the uh, Delta virus. Go ahead. Do you think it's... Don't you think it might be in the vaccine? I mean, to me, even in the flu shots, I do not believe in those variants. I think that's how they spread it. I would not trust them at all. And the only reason is because they want a variant so that they can give it to the kids, which which really upsets me. Because before, nothing was happening to the kids, so they have to have some kind of... um, an epidemic so they can give it to the little kids, which means if your child is probably um, um, going to get a, another vaccination, they're going to get like measles, mumps, and rubella. They're going to get um, the flu shot, and then they're going to get this stupid virus shot. How many vaccinations are you going to give your kid in, in uh, a year? You know, and I Too think many. that everybody better start questioning all of them, including measles, mumps, and rubella. I want to see a study on that, on the side effects of that. Well, I, I do know that people have been harmed or their children have been harmed um, because of, you know, the, the regular vaccines, whether MMR or, uh, or other ones. And... The uh, coronavirus vaccine. I mean, kids are are practically immune to it. You know, up to about age thirty, your immune system is so strong that you know you you'll it, you, you get it about ninety nine percent of the times, and you're going to have a ninety nine percent recovery uh, rate from it. So you know, yeah, so if you're under thirty, so there's. Why take a chance? But I know of two kids in high school that they did not want to have vaccination because they, you know what I mean, they're afraid that something would happen. 
some kids are pretty smart nowadays, but, you know, even us parents, we never questioned any of those vaccinations. We just thought, oh, yeah, whatever the doctor says. Because at one time they were safe and effective, but uh, not anymore. They're, they're playing games with us, and the government yes. can't be trusted, and the government schools can't be trusted. No. But, yeah. Well, I better let you go. So I was just about to to bow out, of, <laughs> yeah, because it, it's getting close to uh, closing time. And thank you for everything. I try. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Bye. Have a great evening. Thanks. Yep, you and a too. good weekend too. Take care. You too. Yep. Bye. Bye now. Okay. Well, it's almost time to wrap it up here. So, oh. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to hit was the Nuremberg Code. You know, that Nuremberg trial thing after World War II when they were putting uh, Nazi doctors on, on uh, trial. I told you that the FDA rules um, state that if there's another, uh, another medicine to use, that you have to use that. Well, get this. This is the second Nuremberg uh, Code rule. The experiment should be such as to yield fruitful results for the good of society, unprocurable by other methods or means of study, and not random and unnecessary in nature. The vaccine is unnecessary in nature because there are, there are remedies, there are cures for it. Um, so, and it has to be unprocurable. I told you about three drugs that, that are very effective and they're, they're time-tested. So, Fauci has uh, broken the Nuremberg Code. He's in violation of the Nuremberg Code. And, you know, they, they used to uh, hang the, uh, the doctors who were guilty of the Nuremberg Code after World War II. But um, I'm not saying Fauci should be hung, but Fauci and all his gang should go to jail. This has been Dunn's Deal. I know it's kind of heavy, and uh, that's why I had this couple jokes at the beginning, but have a great weekend. Barbecue up a hamburger for me. This is a Dunn's Deal. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in Friday evenings at 6.05 for Jim's perspective on the issues of the week. You're listening to WNRI Woonsocket.